Razzball is a collection of people <laughs> who don't care for the working class. Have you thought about, like, instead of doing a job, you just play a job? <laughs> yes, uh, Big Poppy's in the house. That's not a crouton. Welcome back to the Not Not News podcast, the podcast where we talk about the weirdest and most entertaining news stories from around the world each week. I'm your host, Donkey Teeth. Today, I'm joined by a couple of computer hackers <laughs> who have recently been fo focusing their exploits on the metaverse. These two gentlemen have pulled off some of the largest crypto hacks in history, not only stealing large sums of Bitcoin and other cryptocurrencies, but more recently stealing various digital animal pictures, allegedly, of course. Welcome to the Not Not News, Billy Gigabyte Hurley and Gray Scorpion Albright. We just stole uh, 12 thousand of donkey teeth's digital ponies if you see if you can if you hear that's me stealing uh jpegs i'm stealing them i'm putting them in a uh that's the sound of me putting them in my folder on my desktop yeah. it's like a burglar who steals things and goes yoink <laughs> yeah i go <laughs> that's a scorpion tail yeah that's my scorpion tail um putting your uh, nfts in my folder uh labeled stolen nfts you know hackers i i are kind of cool allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. I mean, yeah there's a uh a, a hyphen allegedly on the folder name <laughs> it's hyphen hyphens are real important when i do my folders <laughs> i i actually have do do you guys uh so i have my uh my desktop on my computer this is interesting <laughs> This is, I swear. I have. Uh, we'll see. We'll I see. Have <laughs> I have folders all labeled with like different things. So I have like I have a <laughs> baseball. <donkey. laughs> I have a donkey tea folder. And then a baseball folder. You yeah. have two folders. Yeah, man. So if we have donkey teeth like, and baseball. Donkey teeth. If we ever have you know a falling out, I'm gonna delete your folder. <laughs> <laughs> that'll be it bro that'll be it it'll be like you were never you never were there you like you never existed <laughs> i would almost prefer that than having a mountain of information about my interactions <laughs> a, a mountain of jpegs to be used whenever donkey tweets anything yeah you know honestly great if you have a folder uh on your desktop labeled billy uh please delete it yeah. And then go to your recycle bin and then uh, hit empty recycle bin and make sure you really delete it. In my Billy folder, I just, every time you tweet something, I take a screenshot of it just in case you delete it. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I have, like, I have a subfolder called deleted tweets. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. People have like a, um, like, what's your data backup plan? And I'm like, well, I have a guy named Gray who just sort of copies everything that I do and put, he puts it in a folder. So, you know, if I get hacked, I just sort of call up Gray and I say, hey, can you just send me that folder of everything I've ever said and done? 
It's called an external hard drive. <laughs> yeah, that's gray. Gray external hard drive all bright. Yeah, it's uh, it, there. It's gray dot external hard drive. There, <laughs> I, I get people. I get the wrong. Uh, I get a lot of the wrong email for people who do like gray external hard drive without the dot. <laughs> just so, just so you know. Yeah, and but for the record, we're not very good hackers. We're very easily distracted. <laughs> Uh, bad hackers. <laughs> I, you know, the uh, the tip off that is uh, the uh, actually the number one when I'm getting called uh, when I, when I'm on trial um, for uh, you know like the Silk Road guy went on trial <laughs> for for uh, illegal uh, illegal database of drugs or whatever he was doing. I don't you know what I don't even know what he's doing. Why don't you I, why I watched, you guess? I Just watched, guess, Gray. I watched a six hour documentary. <laughs> And I still don't know what he was doing. But anyway, if I ever get taken down like the Silk Road guy and I'm in prison and like federal prison and they're like, OK, here we go. It's your it's your hey, we got your um, uh, we got your attorney here. Uh. Mr. Teeth. <laughs> it's Mr. Teeth. <laughs> He's here to explain to you what NFTs are. So um, so my attorney comes in to explain what I've done because my hacking of NFTs and it would take literally, I don't actually, I don't know if I'd ever understand. <laughs> I don't think I'd ever understand what they are. Like I would be on trial for, for robbing or hacking NFTs and I would literally have no clue what I was on trial for. I would be able to sit there for months and listen to evidence and everyone would be like, so you did it, right? And I'd be like, I still don't know what you're talking about. I have no idea what the NFTs are. I don't know what they are. And I've I think, tried. I've tried. I've honestly I've listened to podcasts. I've read up on them. I've tried to understand what they are, and I still don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't have, you, I have a clue. I really uh, don't. They honestly, they look like pictures. I wish someone would be like, no, they are pictures, but they're more than just that. And, that, and then I could understand it. Maybe, but if it was just like, oh, if it was like artwork that you hang on the wall or like if there was some way to like if there was like a an, a, a signature of the artist and I could be like, oh, it's a it's a painting or it's a photograph. I, I don't understand what the NFT is. I don't great, great. I just I don't know. I can't make this any easier for you. They are fun. They're fungible. They're non fungible. OK, <laughs> that means they're able it. to be funged. What? I don't know. Also, like, oh, this? I know. Oh, so Billy, so it's like this. So it's like, oh, we're going to do this thing called NFTs and we're going to uh, sell them and people are going to make a lot of money. They're going to trade them and, you know, people are going to trade them back and forth and blah, blah, blah. Sounds like and and, and it's right going to be, yeah, it's baseball cards, essentially, but in the digital form. So anyway, so then they're like, oh, uh, so what should we call them? Should we call them like virtual artwork or JPEGs for money? Or like, what yeah. should we call them? And it's like, no, let's call them NFTs, uh, non-fungible tokens. Like, what? <laughs> can, yeah. what? Can we just put, can we use one word that makes sense? <laughs> just one. <laughs> No, it's a, just a, it's a mystery. That's part of the fun. It's like it'll be revealed to us soon enough. Like you can use any word. You can be like, oh, it's uh, you know, it's 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 a, a JPEG, uh, a collectible JPEG. Like you can use words that the human brain can understand. But fungible? Who uses the word fungible? 
untouchable. It doesn't make sense. I like this strategy where you're on trial and your strategy is to run the clock out. You know, just to buy yourself at least a couple weeks by being confused. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I'm I'm still on trial. The judge, the judge is like, sir, is this a bit about fungible or are you answering the, the your attorney just asked you to describe to say your name for the jury? Yeah, that's the trick. So when you take the stand, you just really like keep kind of putting your hands together and maybe just one word at a time. Give yourself stretch out a little bit. That's actually, you know what? Now you say it, that's actually a really good um the a defense like a, that's a good uh trial defense when you're like uh, you you're like okay i'm gonna take the stand and i'm gonna talk for like 10 years <laughs> which is kind of a, which is kind of a it's kind of putting everybody in jail instead of just you it's kind of nice it is that's really smart and like um excuse me uh sir uh your attorney just asked you for your name like i'll get i'll get to it your honor i will get to it okay but but first what is fungible i mean what what is fungible they could have used excuse me ladies and gentlemen of the jury they could have used any word why fungible it's not very fun (laughs) groan groan Dogs, what do you think about this? Well, you know, I've got uh, one of the top uh, attorney dogs (laughs) in all of L.A. County that is ready to come in and represent the gray in this uh, fungible case, (laughs) as they're calling it on the news. Sure. (laughs) I mean, that that also will lengthen the trial. uh, Excuse me, Your Honor. Um, Can we break? I have to walk my uh, lawyer. (laughs) (laughs) Lawyer dog. (laughs) He's my... my, uh, he has to go. He has to go potty. Yeah. <laughs> it's been three hours. No, I, no, Judge, I, I'm not. I'm not calling you dog. No, it's my lawyer. Uh, dog. Uh, lawyer uh, dog. Man. Okay. Anyway, I, you know what? I mean, man, if they just used an understandable word in the middle of NFT, it would be so much better. But you know what? I didn't come up with it. It's not my deal. Yeah. yeah. You know, I talked to my lawyer dog about this, and <laughs> he told me that they. Uh, they actually, they came up with the non-fungible token before, like, the JPEG uh, and digital horse use cases. So, I think it's, like, a technical term. This is according to my lawyer dog, uh, so don't quote me on it. But I think that's how it all kind of happened. <laughs> and your lawyer, your lawyer dog was, uh, at the time he was explaining it, he was uh, chewing on a stuffed animal. So, yeah, it's Mr. Squeaky. <laughs> he, was, he was chewing on Mr. Squeaky, so you missed you missed some of the explanation. Right? Yeah, I don't have perfect understanding. That's for sure. I, yeah, I mean, non. I get token. Okay, I mean, I would go with something else, but token, fine. I can understand that word. What's a fungible? <laughs> What's fungible? <laughs> what does that mean? Like, there's honestly, the dictionary doesn't define fungible. It says we don't know either. When I was in fourth grade, that I used to bring fungibles for lunch. <laughs> it's fungible. What is a fun? Hey, 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 you uh, <laughs> you want to go out for sandwiches? Like, uh, 
I just had some fungibles. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm not really hungry right now. No, I had a bunch of fungibles. I had a, I had a, I had a handful of fungibles. I wish I would, I wish you would have said you were going out before I, I ate those fungibles. So <laughs> <sighs> no, it makes sense when you Google fungible, it says law. It's a law term, so it makes sense why my lawyer dog knows sure. so much. Fungible. I'm gonna, That's like I'm week gonna, one in dog law school. The first when you Google fungible, the first result is why did they use this word? Yeah. <laughs> fungible. I mean, honestly, it says so. Fungible. It says uh, goods contracted uh, for without. I can't even understand the definition. I can't even. I can't even read the definition. It's so confusing. Okay, so it says. I love it too. Fungible. Even if. Of goods contracted for without an individual specimen being specified. <laughs> what? I like, too, that if you finally, after years of research, you finally figure out what fungible means, then somebody goes, yeah, yeah, but it's not that. <laughs> right, the it's opposite. All, I, Billy, please. Let's just go. Let's just let me say the definition again. And you, you explain to me what you think this means, okay? Fungible. Wait, of, but it, goods, of goods contracted for without an individual specimen being specified. <laughs> what does that mean? And on opposite day, because it's a non-fungible token. <laughs> and, and then once you understand what a fungible is, they say, oh, but it's non. Yeah, but it's think of it. That. It's not It's not that thing. You just, you just took... 15 years of law school to understand it's not that it's the opposite of that <laughs> i look at i'm looking at our, our our skype screen here the three uh videos uh, here it, it's like i'm watching uh, cnbc <laughs> it is this is cnbc after dark it's <laughs> cnbc after dark when they're trying to explain what yeah, an nft is cnbc in the dark Hey, you heard of uh, CNN Plus? <laughs> this is CNBC with the light shut out. They should put you on that show just as like a um. Listen, like li listen, hey, <laughs> hey, Jake Tapper, give me a second here. I'm trying to explain to you why NFTs are no good. Okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Your your title is just guy, baseball guy. <laughs> You're like I, I, uh, I get a bunch of them, or maybe not. I don't know. Yeah. What is, what does it mean? Yeah, I, I have a, I have a digital pony from my friend. <laughs> yeah, supposedly we're never getting that thing. Okay. Anyway, come on, donkey, let's go. Let's, somebody, let's... Uh, I, bad news, guys. Somebody stole your horses. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh man. You were supposed to keep it locked up in the digital stable, donkey. I tried, man. <laughs> These hackers, you know. Yeah. I, I get, I get it. <laughs> Speaking of hackers, guys, coincidence, uh, we didn't set this up, but uh, first story we're covering this week is about a NFT that was stolen, believe uh, it or not. Wow, so it's good that I explained in the opening what an NFT is. Right, yeah, it's a good thing that everybody now understands fungible. <laughs> yeah, we're going to apply our knowledge. <laughs> so it's actually Seth Green's NFT. It was a bored ape. And it was stolen by a hacker. He fell for a phishing scam. And a wrinkle to this story, Seth Green had a show that he was planning that was going to star this ape of his. And now, now that's all been you know, destroyed 
by this hacker, and he's now out on Twitter pleading with the guy who bought his ape NFT from the hacker to try to get it back so he can still do his show. I don't make sense, right? I don't I don't want I don't want to make fun of this. Not because I I I'm a, opposed to being mean or whatever, but like you can't get funnier than the actual story itself. <laughs> it's just, yeah. I mean, the story itself is so ridiculous. There's no, there's nothing else to be said about this. It's, it's just the most stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> this feels like a headline generated by a broken Mad Libs AI robot. It's like, Seth Green, ape robbery. <laughs> Seth, Seth Green, Tesla race. Seth Green, McDonald's explosion. <laughs> Seth Green... Party time. <laughs> I ran out of I ran person, out of steam. The person who stole this ape. <laughs> so dumb that I'm even saying these words combined to make a sense. The person who stole these apes <laughs> should be congratulated for not for doing it so we don't have to watch this stupid show. That's that's my thoughts on this. Yeah, I mean, call me old fashioned, but I like <laughs> fungible shows like Cheers and Big Bang Theory and uh <laughs> Uh, other ones. <laughs> you know, I think I think yeah. the biggest uh, argument for th th what you're saying, Gray, about this story <laughs> is that you know, let's let the, the listener peek behind the curtain here. Before we jumped on, Billy asked for a little <laughs> clarification on this story, and Gray gave the explanation, that, which we've just gone over about what has happened here. And Billy was like, "That's what I thought. Uh, I just <laughs> want to make sure." <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's, gotta, you got to fact check. It's, it's just a, uh, it's a just a non-fungible way uh, to discuss a fungible story. You know, it's just not. Yeah. It's just, it's just a, it's just very fungible. The whole thing. I don't, I don't really. I gotta be honest. I don't have a lot of enthusiasm for NFTs. I mean, if you think the ape is bored, <laughs> I mean, you should, you should see me trying to read this thing. Even with fun elements too, like Seth Green and robbery. I still I feel sleepy, you know. Yeah, yeah. I uh, actually I, I I mean I was uh, devastated earlier this week. I had my uh, my pretend uh, Mercedes stolen out of my make believe driveway. It was really it was, oh my god, it was really upsetting. Yeah, I just sent you actually an e card. My <laughs> uh, my e condolences. It was, is it a jib jab? I, I love those. <laughs> yeah. Well, I'm really sorry for your Mercedes because I know you saved up a lot of Mario coins to, uh, <laughs> to buy that. Cause all that, all that, all those uh, e bucks you've been getting from the, the ads on your website. Okay. All right. So, so for people who don't, maybe don't understand the story, I'm going to explain <laughs> it in full. Okay. And then on yeah. our bonus podcast. But I, yeah, I, please subscribe to me talking about great talks fungibles. Yeah, if you think our show sucks, wait till you find read the, listen to the footnotes. <laughs> no, listen. Okay, so essentially, someone stole. So he was doing a show like a like Who Framed Roger Rabbit, like that type of. Sh he was doing a TV show like that where there was like live action people mixed within these uh, animated characters, these uh, quote-unquote bored apes, okay? So someone stole his bored ape and 
when they stole it because of how stupid NFTs are, when you steal an NFT, it becomes your property. So it's so, like a survivor immunity idol. Yeah, exactly. So anyway, so um, this person stole his uh, board ape that they were doing the show around and they can no longer do the show because this person who stole the ape now uh, has uh, rights to it. So they can't do the show if Seth Green doesn't have the rights. So anyway, so anyone who's seen these apes, um, these NFT apes, if you've seen one, which I don't know if you have or not, but they're like cartoon drawings of apes. You can imagine what they are. So if you've seen one, you can pretty much <laughs> exactly understand where I'm going to go with this. Why do they have to shut down production of the show and not draw like a Cindy Crawford mole on the ape's cheek. <laughs> like, what? like, why do they have to shut down the show? It doesn't make any sense. I don't know. And, and, and let's be clear. I don't want to see the show go into production. I don't ever want to watch the show. But if you're actually Seth Green and you have a television production crew behind you saying, yeah, let's produce this show about this ape. And it's like, oh, man, the ape got stolen. I guess we can't do the show. Everyone around you just doesn't want to do the show. <laughs> they can find a way around this if they want to do the show. I right? just have to... Oh, sorry. Well, I was going to say conspiracy theory that it didn't actually get stolen. You know? Ah. It's, a, it's a fake hack. Mm. They just didn't want to produce it, right? Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, I, just have, I just have an idea. We should steal succession. Can we do that? Yeah. Just steal it. And yeah, then no, get... you don't have to. You just steal Brian Cox. Yeah, we steal Brian Cox. And then we just do, we get to be the show. We can be, can be Brian Cox. Yeah. The three of us. We can yeah. kind of figure it out. And Some days like, I'll do oh, it. I wonder, who, I wonder who he's going to choose for uh, to succeed him. It's like, oh, I got an idea. And then you pull the... You pull the burlap hood off his head, and you're like, it's going to be me! <laughs> <laughs> I'm the one he's going to choose! Yeah. I love it. This yeah. is easy. Actually, you know, maybe this person's going to regret it. Like, if you steal uh, Seth Green's TV show, you have to make his show. I mean, that's a lot of work. That's at least five days a week, uh, nine Nobody's to six. Gonna Nobody's going to watch it. People, the critics are going to probably hate it. And that's going to be on the guy that stole the NFT. You know, it's a lot of show business isn't a joke. You guys know that show business isn't a joke. No, it's, it's all serious. It's a, it, it was it was once that show business is its new name. When it first started, it was called serious business. <laughs> yeah. And nobody <laughs> smart. It was all dramas and tragedy. It's all serious business. Right. Hey, much like the news. Yeah. Much like the not not news. Um, donkey, though, can you please explain to me how. I'm incorrect in thinking you could just put a Cindy Crawford mole on this ape and say, okay, let's continue production. Yeah, I mean, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. If they want, it seems like they want to promote the the bored ape thing. So I guess I would, all of the apes, I it, again, like you said, Gray, if you've seen them, they all look very similar. Uh, so couldn't you just buy? Uh, the cheapest one out there and then use that ape like it doesn't seem like it would be that hard to change it if that was the the angle like you want to promote it i don't know i i'm with you it it, it seems like this is a cop-out 
Cop out. Yes. Hold on. Hold on real quick. I'm just writing down 2519 <laughs> episode 100. Uh, this is the first time anybody on the show has ever said, Gray, what you're saying makes a lot of sense. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. That we, we did it, everybody. We got every every hundred episodes. I make sense. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. We forgot. This is the hundredth episode. Oh, my God. Uh, hundred episodes. That's going to be our thing, guys. So every hundred episodes, I'll make sense. <laughs> it's the century mark. Yeah. Here's to can't wait till I can't wait till uh, 100 more. <laughs> I, can't wait, I can't wait until the, the year 2054. Oh, my God. When you figure <laughs> out fungible. <maybe. laughs> We're, on, <laughs> We're on episode 3000. Yeah. Man. So that so, means it was like two years ago that we did the first one, Gray. Uh, that was like right in the heat of the pandemic. Lenny Dykstra. Wow. That's a good one. I hey, all every episode we've done with Billy so far has been a gem, but at no point has <laughs> we ever had Billy on the show where he's sleeping in a bed and his <laughs> wife is doing stuff. That we know of. That we know of. <laughs> that we know of. Yeah. I'm like Lenny Dykstra. <laughs> You know the the you know the only other episode that I think rivals the Billy episodes was the one we had. Uh, what was the the guy's name? Gray, the Trump impersonator. He was <laughs> he was terrible. He was no, he was great. I mean, he was great. <laughs> <laughs> well, remember is is Jean Claude Van Damme? We need. To oh my God! Yeah, he did a Jean Claude Van Damme impression. We should actually. That should be the cue. You should go back and and get his impression of something and yes. put it in, and put it in right now. Put it in right now. The Bernie was like that's also one that's out of practice. I had it good. Like in 2016, I actually had it really good. But it, it's basically you get the voice and like your mouth is partially full of food. Like you're at the deli and you haven't quite finished eating the portion of your sandwich and oh well. Now we'll see when the 1% want to tell you what to do. Well, you got to keep the spirits up. You got to get the spirits up. And you could always, you could always, everybody wants the Trump, but if you really love the Bernie, I could always do like a mashup. Um, not to put that out there, but if you really, if you like that one, you could always do a, a Bernie and Trump. Uh, well, uh, Raz Ball is a collection of people who don't care for the working class. Um, <laughs> shut up, Bernie. They're, they're great people, and they're giving us strong money. That's a lot of strong U.S. currency. We call it U.S. currency. Okay, let's move on. The, the, I, I still don't understand what NFTs are. I never will. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I don't know why you're stealing them if you don't understand them, but that's, I guess, a conversation <laughs> for another day, huh? Well, they're so shiny. They're so, how can you not? <laughs> Uh, yeah. Uh, okay, so, so let's move on to the next story, guys. We got a lot of stories to get through, and we haven't talked about the New York Post in a while, so let's get back over there. New York Post. Uh, we've got an actor, another actor in the news, I should say, Jason Momoa. He's apologizing now <laughs> after taking pictures in the Sistine Chapel. Uh, so it was earlier this week that uh, the Aquaman star um, he he took to Instagram to share pictures that he took of himself admiring the artwork inside the Sistine Chapel. The only problem is photography is off limits in the Sistine Chapel uh, due to the fact that the flash can be harmful to the artwork. So, of course, we had to send our top reporter, 
Billy Hurley over to Italy to get the scoop on this. Billy, what did you find out? I don't. I sort of feel like the Sistine Chapel should apologize for interfering with the holiness of Jason Momoa. You know, he's the closest thing that we have right now to 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 Jesus. This, uh, yeah, I, I have a statue of him. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> naked. His uh, the picture of him in the the New York Post article. Um, articles are are linked in the show notes. Um, it looks to me like he's in a photo with Joe Bastianich from MasterChef. <laughs> Or no, really? Maybe that's what everyone looks like on uh, in Italy. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> was this his apology? Uh, was this a screenshot of his apology? No, I was wondering. Maybe, maybe he was. They were in. Uh, they were doing an episode of MasterChef in the Sistine Chapel. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, that's that's uh, that's better than like North Carolina. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, we got a we got a good rate on a, a lo- our location scout went out uh, to find us a new set. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> we can't do photos there. You will be serving the Pope. <laughs> you know, all you have, all you have, is shrimp and honeydew melon, and you have to serve the Pope. <laughs> what am I gonna do? Yeah, I was sweating. So I need a miracle. Like when Gordon lifted the uh, the 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 steel. The cloche, and he revealed honeydew melon and shrimp. I was, I started getting worried because I was like, uh oh, I know I have to feed the Pope. <laughs> I don't know, I don't know what I'm gonna do with those honeydew and shrimp. Yeah, I would just kind of sort of put them together. <laughs> yeah, with a little salt and pepper. <laughs> yeah, you might get away with it. I always, you know, that's what I would do on Top Chef. I just pile the ingredients next to each other. The best, the Call best, it deconstructed. Uh, yeah, and really, what's the most important thing in every uh, cooking show is you gotta you have to season your food. <laughs> yeah, as you season it. Yeah, whoopsies. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, so anyway, uh, Jason Momoa was he was he shirtless? Now he's got, he's got a yeah. shirt on. Nothing. Well, his apology video was shirtless, and nothing says <laughs> I'm sorry like a shirtless apology from the weight room. <laughs> He was, he was in the uh, he was he was in his uh, pool, his backyard pool, up to his up to his torso, doing his an apology video. Yeah, and I hate to be I don't mean to be mean, but is it me or is Momoa entering his David Hasselhoff eating a cheeseburger off the floor phase? You know, he's kind yeah. of yeah, yeah. It's he's 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 starved um, for <laughs> attention. <laughs> Uh, he, he should have dressed. You know what he should have done? He should have dressed up like uh, uh, God on the uh, the Sistine Chapel ceiling when he was doing his apology video. That, yeah, he that would have been sweet. He is. I mean, he's godlike to me. <laughs> yeah. Hey. Um, I know so, I just insulted him, but really, I, I just—it's out of jealousy. I think he's the best. <laughs> Why was he so? Why was he doing a a workout video in the Sistine Chapel? Did we figure that out? Yeah, I don't know. And by the way, church selfies generally they don't get a lot of likes compared to anywhere else. (laughs) No, well, it depends on the audience, I think. Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, you got you got too many you got too many Jew friends, and no one's gonna like it. I'm allowed to say, hey, I'm half Jewish. I'm allowed to say it. If you, uh, but the other half of me says I shouldn't say it, so it's real. I'm conflicted. 
Oh, Donks, you're you're muted, pal. I'm that back. Was, I was wondering why the show is going so well. Sometimes <laughs> you don't know if Donks is muted or if he's just mad at us. Just cut me off. Well, I'm saying great. You need to be fifty-one percent. You need to be fifty-one percent Jewish to say that. So. Oh, you're you're right. You're right. Actually, I'm. Uh, I'm 63%, so I'm fine. I, I wish uh, you guys were both muted for the last, you know, maybe a couple minutes. You want to? Billy's worried about his friends that are Jewish. He's like, oh, I can't let them. I can't let them hear this episode. <laughs> He's like, damn, I had, uh, I had a good. This was our hundredth episode. I was gonna promote this one. Yeah, sorry, I'm just googling how to quiet two out of three Skype windows. <laughs> And how to do a podcast by yourself. We should have, um, we should have uh, remote controls where we can mute each other. <laughs> that would be good. That's a good invention, actually. I might, For the viewer, might, yeah. I might put that into a Shark Tank in, invention. Uh, my Shark Tank invention uh, desktop folder. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, you have three folders. I knew you had three folders. <laughs> Yeah. When you have, I heard you hired a donkey folder, a Billy folder, and an invention folder. Yeah. I heard you hire like a cleaning staff and they show up <laughs> once a week and you just have them go to your laptop and. Oh my God. Have I ever told you about my, uh, my, my maid? I don't, I don't know. Do they call them maids? <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. Anyway, I did I ever, I don't know if I ever told you about Leticia. She comes like every two weeks. And she does a really terrible job, but, but she's super complimentary. So it's like, oh, you know, she knows how to survive with you. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, she's like, she's the she's love the roundup. So terrific. She's like, uh, I'm like, Leticia, you didn't you didn't you didn't clean. Uh, you didn't clean this counter over here. And she's like, oh, oh, you look so stylish today. <laughs> like, what? I'm like, excuse me? She's like, yeah, you look really handsome. And so does Coogs. I'm like, wow, all right. And I don't know if you should call her Coogs, but okay. I really like those animation videos you've been doing on your website. <laughs> I swear to God, that's all she does. Oh my God, me and Coogs have, we have a laugh about that. That's what, literally, she does nothing. I We say, because we have like, our house has a storage closet in the back. So we we're like she'll disappear for like three hours at a time. We're like, where's Letitia? As like, uh, I think she sits in the closet and eats. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know for sure, but I think she does. And then she'll come back and like, Letitia, where were you? And she'll just be like, Are those new pants? They are so nice. <laughs> Letitia, come on. <laughs> oh, she's the best. I love Letitia. Coogs, uh, she gets a little frustrated. <laughs> You guys are hiring another maid to clean up after Letitia. <laughs> yeah. Get rid of her. <laughs> yeah. She's so, I mean, she's amazing. She's honestly the best. I, I get such, she's just like, oh, you're so funny. I'm like, oh, Letitia, that's sweet. But you, you did ruin my shirt with the uh, <laughs> bleach. <laughs> like, it sounds like Gray's just paying uh, some woman to be his friend. <laughs> it's kind of, it's kind of. Coogs has been wanting to get rid of her for like two years, and I'm like, no, we can't. She's so sweet. <laughs> oh, Letitia. Hopefully, she's not a listener. 
So what does this have to do with Jason Momoa and the Sistine Chapel? <laughs> I don't know. I don't even know. I, honestly, I don't know. I mean, I don't. So Jason Momoa went to the Sistine Chapel and took a picture. So what? I mean, it's like a nursery this? rhyme. Is this outrage? Is this outrage culture? Is that what we're doing here? Because I didn't sign up for outrage culture. <laughs> no, we signed up for podcasts. Yeah, I signed up for podcast culture. Uh, okay, Don, can move on to another story. Come on. Okay, well, uh, we haven't had a Florida man in the news for a while. Oh, so, nice. yeah, let's get back to ABC News talking about Florida man. So this Florida man, he actually landed a plane with no flight experience. And he <laughs> gave the description to the ABC News. <laughs> Only in Florida, right? So yeah, let me just read a little bit for you guys Florida out of this article. Like in, Florida, the most hard to, in Florida, the most hard to imagine bullshit happens there all the time. <laughs> like all the time. Okay, go ahead. Sorry, Don, go ahead. Okay, so uh, a Florida man with no flying experience recounted landing a plane at a South Florida airport last week after the pilot became incapacitated. This guy's name was Darren Harrison. He was 39, and he could be heard over the radio on May 10th telling air traffic control, quote, I've got a serious situation here. The pilot is incoherent, and I have no idea how to fly the airplane. <laughs> This is a great day for Florida man stories. You know, so often we get stories that are like Florida man brings alligator to Hooters. Today, Florida man landed a plane. I mean, maybe there maybe there was an alligator in the plane, too. But I mean, it's just really a great day for Florida man. Florida. Florida is God's experiment. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, 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 so this guy, uh, by the way, I, Tom Hanks is Definitely in production on a movie about this guy's life. Hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Tom Hanks has signed on to this movie already. He's yeah. like, what? A guy who's flying a plane with no experience? I'm in. Give me, yeah. give me, give me that. And, and I'll, uh, <laughs> I'll do a funny voice too. That yeah. makes no sense. And uh, Melanie Linsky, she's popular right now. Give me her. <laughs> she's my wife. <laughs> um, yeah. So. Uh, <laughs> Listen, listen, this is so this is confusing to me. Maybe it is to people who are listening to this uh, show. Uh, how does he know the pilot went incoherent? Like, what, is he like every five minutes knocking on the the door to the to the cockpit? What What's going on? Maybe the plane just dropped. Suddenly. Or, or even better, donkey. Hey, co-pilot. Where's that guy? Where's yeah. the co-pilot guy? Yeah. People yeah, I mean, incapacitated uh, as well. You know, they, they, I think that happens in Florida flights a lot. The co-pilot is the one who incapacitated the pilot. Yeah, this is, it's it's always good to have like I don't know a backup pilot. Like even like there, there's always a, a starting pitcher, right? You could go through your whole pitching staff. They'll still put the right fielder in there. You need a bullpen. Yeah, somebody. <laughs> Where's can we uh hey can we get a uh, a new pilot warming up out there preferably um, lefty we're almost we're we're pushing like a hundred pitches out and uh, yeah he needs he needs a, he's gonna need a new arm so. his arm hurts people don't realize <laughs> it's arm hurts people who people don't realize you know when you're in the exit row and they're like can you uh assist in the case of an emergency landing lately they've been adding uh can you you know uh, drive if we need you to <laughs> <laughs> how's your uh uh, how's your flying? Uh, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, passenger, how's your flying? 
Hey, watch me. I put out my arms and then I make a propeller noise with my mouth. <laughs> Perfect. That'll that'll work in case of emergency. Yeah, you get the you're, front row. You're, you're gonna be. Yeah, you're gonna be. You'll be. You'll be on deck. <laughs> Let's let the other guy go first. Yeah. I, I, you know, I never, I never shared this with you guys, but I was on a plane once and the flight attendant passed out and I just started delivering the pretzels. <laughs> Somebody had to do it, you know. <laughs> did you did you uh, did you make a, a face a, a a face of like uh, of guilt uh, for the passenger who asked for an extra bag of pretzels? Did you yeah. Do a, did you do a little face where you're like shame? Mm, shame. Well, shame. Thank you, Don. That's word I was looking for. I was shame. gonna. I actually said, you know, maybe I'll just I'm gonna serve everybody first, and then I'm gonna come back, and if there's extra, <laughs> I'll give you some pop chip. Oh, oh, the most shameful. Sentence yeah. ever. Oh, it's so shameful. I mean, I, I can't like the guilt. Why would you guilt me about a bag of pretzels? I, I remember that time that you passed out, Gray, and then Gray uh Donks had to walk me through how to do a roundup. <laughs> and uh nobody noticed, which was crazy, but <laughs> you just talk about uh, dongs. It's a lot of dongs. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Certain players. You can just say like um, Albonzo, right? <laughs> Albonzo, yeah. The best is so there's certain teams. I, I think the Cardinals. So the Cardinals have Goldie. They have Goldschmidt with Oshes. They have uh, Arenado with the Tornado. Yeah. <laughs> um, so it's like I want to get one team where everyone's got a catchphrase. And I don't have yeah. to write anything. <laughs> yeah, you can have the robot do it. Yeah, yeah. Just, you know what, Siri. Take the wheel. <laughs> I assumed you were already doing that. Mm, no, not yet. Soon, though, that's the goal. <laughs> the goal. But the, by the time I get there, it's like a guy will retire. <laughs> like, oh, man, I got a new guy coming in. I have to come up with a catchphrase for him. Come on. Yeah. I, I can't believe you, you You always come up with new Tornados. <laughs> yeah, I know. They're, they're Tornado, too. It's like not only do I have to come up with new ones, but he homers like – you know, 35 times a year. <laughs> that's a lot of, that's a lot of tornadoes. It's not yeah. like, it's not like I, I chose one for like, you know, uh, Tyler Wade or something where it's like three homers a year. It's like, <laughs> yeah. it homers all the time, dude. Yeah. Yeah. But we've seen the lists of Gray's jokes about uh, things much less easy than a tornado. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I'm sure there's a, wait, is there a folder? Is there a folder on your desktop? That says it's called labeled Tornados. <laughs> yeah, Tornados. That's in the Billy folder. Uh, got misplaced. Oh, okay. I actually have a reservation at Tornados. That's so, uh, <laughs> so good. Oh yeah. my god, they're delicious. You'll enjoy it. <laughs> Say my name at the front desk. Hi, uh, Gray Albright. Uh... <laughs> He's great. I don't know if this is gonna. I don't know if this is gonna help me or hurt me, but uh, my friend said I should say his name. Yeah, they're like that guy. Get out. Get out. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Yeah. So wait. So what's going on with Florida? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I. Uh, well, he I la he landed a plane. Yeah. yeah, I want to. Yeah, I want to learn how to. I want to learn how to fly a plane. Honestly, though, that's not even a joke. I really do want to learn. I have. Uh, that's like on my bucket list because it doesn't look hard, you know. It's like driving a car, but in the air. I mean, and there's no, so there's no cars around. So how hard could it be? I I really appreciate 
your style and your 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 way of speaking, but I feel like no offense, I don't think you have that kind of like we were flying at uh, sixteen thousand feet and on your left you'll see the mountain ranges and you know we'll be touching down in a span of about twenty minutes. Where I feel like you'd be like you'd be like whoa, <laughs> you guys see that bird? Oh my god. These things pretty much land themselves nowadays. Is, that's what I keep hearing people say. Yeah, yeah. I mean, there is an autopilot, right? I, mean, I, I don't know. It's like if the autopilot doesn't work, that's on the manufacturer of the plane, not on me. And I mean, I agree. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Planes have been flying themselves for decades. Yeah.